1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Gillio with you live from Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, the site of Super Bowl 57. Radio Row, which they've now uh, changed to Media Row, I guess, because there's a bunch of shows here, like, like next to me. Is the the TikTok tailgate? So I, I guess we're uh, we've moved beyond just radio. Doing but, a couple dances, aren't you, Joe? So it's funny. Um, one of the people over there that came over as Mark and Reese were wrapping up, and I guess because um, our table's like right near theirs, there's a, l- a little gap, but it's like you know their setup's right, right near WIP. So they must have heard Mark and Reese during their show all day, and they're like, um, they asked where we're from and, and all that. And they're like, yeah, you guys look like you're having fun all day talking to their show, uh, and and they were like, yeah, you should come over and do some TikToks, and and Mark's was like. <laughs> Do I have to dance? And the lady was like, "No, you don't. You don't have to dance." So, yeah. If you see any, if you see Mark dancing on TikTok, you you know why. Yes, it's Media Row now, not Radio Row. It's either way. It's awesome to be out here. It's WIP goes Daisy Championship coverage brought to you by SEPTA, the Philly way to go. As we broadcast live from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona, this entire week. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop aboard. Does Jalen Hurst love something to prove to you? He does have to prove something to me that he could play his best in the in the biggest moment on the biggest stages he hasn't yet that has been the reality of his college and NFL career it just has I mean look at his numbers in his big bowl games uh in college football and the three playoff games in the NFL last year against Tampa this year so far that's not his best we know what his best is now he has not achieved that in those biggest games tell us to prove that to me our back to the lines here in a second but we were talking about national media dopes and um not believing in Jalen Hurts. Uh, here's Colin Cowherd as he ranked the top 10 players that will play in Super Bowl 57. Listen to this on Hurts. So wait a second, Nick. If if my math is correct as I, I ran that down, does that mean he has Jalen Hurts at 9?
3: He does. He has Jalen Hurts at 9 out of his 12 players, not 10.
2: Yeah, so he broke his own rules on his 10. Uh, here's my list. I'll, I'll only do 10. Let's, let's not break the rules like Colin did there. Here's how I'd rank the top 10 players in Super Bowl 57. And – you know, once you get towards the bottom, first of all, Hurts is going to be higher on my list. Once you get towards the bottom, like you could move, I don't know, nine, ten out and put probably two other guys. Just, I mean, there's a lot of good players. These are these are the two best teams in the NFL that each went 16-3. You're going to find five or six or seven guys on each team probably worthy of a list like this. Here's how I'd rank the top ten players that will take the field in Super Bowl 57. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. Two is where I'd have Jalen Hurts. I mean, let's just take a deep breath here. On, on ranking these players, the number one and number two in this game are also going to be number one and number two in MVP voting, okay? Creed Humphrey did not get an MVP votes. Jalen Hurts is. One, Mahomes. Jalen Hurts is two. Three, I have Jason Kelsey. I, I do believe that the Kelsies are next on the list. I would put Jason three, Travis Kelsey number four. Number five, I have Chris Jones Six, I went Hassan Reddick. It's really close, right? Jones got to be in the Defensive Player of the Year uh, finalist. Reddick didn't. You could say these two are even, different positions. One is interior defensive lineman, one the edge. They're both outstanding. They're both stars. I go Chris Jones, five, Reddick, six. And the next three, I put Eagles. Lane Johnson, seven, A.J. Brown, eight, Devontae Smith, nine. And I went with the center for the Chiefs' Creed Humphrey, ten. So I went Mahomes, Hurts, Kelsey, Jason. Travis Kelsey, next at four. Chris Jones, five, Hassan Reddick, six. Lane Johnson, 7, A.J. Brown, 8, Devontae Smith, 9, Creed Humphrey, 10. So my list has one, two, three, four Chiefs, and I have six Eagles, which I do think the Eagles roster is a little bit better, a little deeper. I think it it, it kind of fits to the theme of the Eagles being the favorite. But, yeah, Jalen Hurts is number two for me. Um, Yeah, and, and we'll see by the end of the week. Uh, how how these, this you know, when the game is over, if we get the MVP from this list or um, how this whole thing plays out. But it, it is pretty remarkable there to see a national guy put Jalen Hurts at 9. We'll see you know, as more of these silly lists come out where someone else has Hurts. It is what to watch for sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of mobile network. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Tim is in Philly talking to Jalen Hurts. Hey, Tim.
4: Hey. How you doing, Jeff? Thanks Good, for taking Tim. the call. Listen, What's up, buddy? I just want to make one point, right? And I, I agree with everything you said because you'd be foolish not to acknowledge he hasn't won a championship yet, so he obviously can't be the greatest yet. But, 2 well, there's two points I want to make. Number one, I'm not worried, and the reason I'm not worried is because this organization has gotten better and better and better. The longer Jeffrey Lurie owns it and runs it, this organization just keeps getting better. And I think that is a big part. And when Jalen Hurts looks at himself and knows what he has to do to prove everybody wrong, to prove himself to be a better person, they they let him use that as fuel, but they don't let him – make it swim around in his head to where he can get lost. They keep him focused the right way. They use it as they let him, you know, use it as motivation, but they keep they make sure they keep his head above the fray with that so he doesn't get lost. And you can tell that by every play, including his not so great playoff appearances. Obviously, against San Francisco, a phenomenal defense. He never looked worried. Never still looked like he had a plan. Like, even if yep. it was like, I can't do anything, I'm just going to run over here and throw it out, and not lose any yards, you know. No panic.
2: No, no panic. No. And he, he just plays so smart that even when he's not having, you know, a, a great game, he doesn't lose the game. He never – you know – he doesn't lose games. I mean, that that's exactly. part of winning, I think. And I think you know the Patriots when they were winning as much as they were with Belichick and Brady, that was part of like Brady didn't always have great games, but he he almost never threw a big pick. He almost never fumbled. Like he almost almost never lost the game for the Patriots. So it was always kind of close. And then they found a way at the end, you know, what a what a field goal or whatever. Tim, that, I think that's half the battle. And and one thing you said there about the Eagles helping him, you know, get to the point where he is now. I think they learned a lot from from how they didn't handle the Wentz thing right. I mean, I, I think they kind of rolled the red carpet out for Wentz and made him feel like he was a superstar before he was. And I, I think the Eagles have done a much better job of kind of helping Hertz along, but kind of making him realize, even last offseason, like he had to get better, and he has.
4: Right. And, and, and the other part is, you know, he's not 100%. You know that. And it, it is definitely going to be a test of himself to see – How well he can perform now being not 100%, it's probably pretty close. But I I know the adrenaline's going to be pumping. He's going to be playing at a high level. The only thing, like, you'll know it right away. If something crazy happens, like uh, they run a kickoff back at the beginning for a touchdown, and then we fumble the next thing, and, and then all of a sudden we're two scores behind. And then you look at everybody's eyes, and you go, oh, my God, these guys look like they're overwhelmed. But I don't see that as happening because this organization, this team this year, has been pretty well detailed, uh, with the exception of the San Fran game. A couple guys are getting a little heated, getting penalties that were stupid. They stepped back and realized the moment. But other than that, I mean, these guys are pretty focused and they're pretty detail-oriented. So I'm not really worried about that. I do think he's going to come out, and I do think he's going to show everybody and he's going to prove – what you want to see, what I want to see, what the city of Philadelphia wants to see. So yeah, he definitely has something to prove, um, especially going against Mahomes, who's like he's he's unbelievable. I mean, right? Yeah,
2: but that's that's the fun part, right? You get to go up to beat the best. To be the best, you got to beat the best, right? The old line. It's him with Priest to the phone call. I, I like it this way. I mean, yeah, it was it fun beating Daniel Jones and and Brock Purdy slash Josh Johnson into the ground. Yeah, of course, but. Th- this feels like a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts against Patrick Mahomes. Like this is is real. I mean, you, you win this game, and um, it just it's just different. I mean, it's it's this feels like a Super Bowl. It's not just oh, you're playing a team that just happened to get to the second round of the playoffs, like the Giants. Now this is a Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. Um, and and as far as Hurts' demeanor, it's 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 great. I mean, it's it's, it's exactly what you want in a in a franchise quarterback. He's unflappable. Now the one thing about his shoulder, I do think, and it's just. Look, this is just me guessing. I'm the opposite of a doctor. I'm just playing it out how it's gone the last six weeks or so. So I I think Jalen Hurts physically will be much better this week than he was last week. And I mentioned on the show the last couple weeks, I thought the 49ers game would be his most difficult test physically just to be feel good. Forget the matchup. Forget who they're playing. Just because of the time. So... Think about it. He got hurt against the Bears, didn't play for a few weeks, came back against the Giants. Okay. Then they had a bye, the bye week. So they gave him two weeks to get ready, and I thought he threw the ball pretty well against the Giants. Then no bye, right? They had to play the next week against the 49ers. I thought he threw the ball pretty poorly by his standards. So I think think we could kind of correlate to, okay, you had extra rest for the shoulder, and then you played pretty well, threw the ball pretty well. Then you had to play the next week that's going to be difficult. Well, now we're back in a bye week, right? He has the he has had the two weeks here. So I I would expect throwing the way it looks, the way he feels, to be more like the Giants game, where I thought he threw the ball pretty well in that game. Uh, I thought the Niners game, he did throw the ball very well, and I, I would correlate that to, well, he just played the week before and got hit a bunch. So hopefully, if my, my guess on this is right, we see Hertz throw the ball as well as he had, you know, in, in a while here. Ron is in Blackwood. Hey, Ron. Hey, Joe. How are you doing tonight? good Ron how are you what's on your mind
5: hey so uh, I'm just sitting here thinking about this whole Laurie thing and you know he's okay so as the owner of the team as a manager he's looking at the work ethic of Jalen Hurts okay and I think that's largely what he's commenting on is basically hey look this guy studies film he does everything he can to make himself better okay so yeah, yeah, he's, and he's made some really big steps this year as far as last year to this year. I mean, who would have thought that we'd be where we're at right now, okay? But on the other note, it's about execution on on the offense side, you know? Yeah, okay, he's got, he's got a banged-up shoulder. But on the other hand, A.J. Brown, he was also playing injured too. Mm-hmm. So he didn't necessarily have the speed that he had when he was playing going down that seam. I agree. So... And Jalen's got to, you know, he's basing his throw off of what he knows A.J. Brown could do. And, yeah, he overthrew him. I mean, at least that's what it looks like. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, how much of that was the fact that A.J. Brown didn't have that little burst that he needed to get to the ball. And, uh, you know, but, you know, on another note, if I'm Jalen Hurts and I just heard Lori say that, my price just went up considerably because, you know, and I'm sure Howie's got to be sitting there like, oh, my God, did he really just say that? <laughs> I know. <You> know like, <laughs> okay, so now, now I have to go into contract negotiation with Jalen Hurts' agent with my owner now saying, oh, yeah, he's got nothing to prove. Oh, okay. <laughs> out of t- out of about $10 million of that.
2: Yeah, Ron, it's yeah. a good point. Uh, and it's it's interesting. Ron, I appreciate your phone call and you listening tonight. So Jalen Hurts' agent, I believe her name is Nicole Lynn, um, She's a younger agent. Uh, she This this off season, I believe she has both Hurts and Quinn and Williams of the Jets. Like, And this is her first quarter, you know, big profile, high profile quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, this you'd have to think she's going to want to make a name for herself, you know, get more clients. Like, I don't know if she's any of these kids coming out of the draft this year, whether it be Bryce Young or Levis or Stratton. I'm not sure if she does, but... You know, if she gets Jalen Hurts a significant contract, and he's—I mean, he's earned it—but if she negotiates it and it's looked favorably among other players and agents, like she's going to get more kids coming out of college, like yeah, I want—I want her to be my agent. She knows what she's doing. So yeah, I mean, I'm—I'm I'm sure she smiled. I'm sure. Well, I'm not positive Hurts is actually focused on all this right now, but once he kind of pro- processes it all, I'm sure he'll be happy that was said because yeah. The owner wants him here. The whole city wants him here. The GM that drafted him wants him. Here. Jalen Hurts is going to be here. I mean, that's that's it's obvious, and, it, and it's it's great for the franchise. It's great for all of us. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to watch the next era of the Eagles with Jalen Hurts at the helm, but I, I'm not paying him. I'm sitting here talking about him. I, I'm experienced as a fan like all of us are together. He still has to prove one thing for me. He has to prove he could play his best in the biggest moments. Kevin is on the cell. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Joe, how you
4: doing tonight? Thanks Good, Kevin. What's on your mind?
2: Yeah, you got it, buddy.
4: Hey, I just got a question. I don't know that anybody has brought this up or not, and uh, I wouldn't put it past Andy Reid and Chiefs to put a spy on Hurts. On, on her. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I don't think that, you know, that might have been done a couple times throughout the season, but if they wind up trying to do that, obviously that hurts. The Chiefs' defense, it takes a, a, a guy away from defending. Right. It, it really covers. opens up the secondary. But yep. how do you think the Eagles' offense and Hertz would respond to that when they see that happening?
2: So, I mean, the one thing I think all year, Kevin, and, I, and I've liked this about Sirianni and Steichen and, and Hurts, like they'll basically just play the numbers game, right? Like if, if you give them a lot of guys up near the line of scrimmage, they're going to throw it over your head because you don't have enough in coverage. And if you kind of lay back or play the pass – they're very comfortable saying, "All right, we'll just we'll just run it behind our offensive line thirty-five times and just grind it out, so that they can win either way." So my guess, Kevin, would be if they're dedicating an extra player to Hertz in the run game, right? The spy, the the, yep. the reaction would be, "We we got to throw it right." We we have probably have one-on-one on the outside with Devontae or AJ or both. I would think we'd see Jalen throw the ball down the field and try to take advantage of that,
4: because I, I could see. I can see Reed trying that, but I I'll, ultimately I, I wouldn't see that working because I think they could the eagle the hurts and the eagles would exploit that very easily
2: and take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I think so too. And Kevin, we appreciate the phone. I mean, that's that's one thing about this game that I don't worry about at all is the Eagles' offensive coaches against Spagnola. I mean, I mean Steve Spagnuolo has done a nice job in his career as a coordinator, right, and as an assistant defensive coach all those years ago here in Philadelphia, you know, he didn't do well as a head coach, but he had Sam Bradford as his quarterback. So he's kind of swimming upstream there in St. Louis all those years. But, yeah, I mean, Spagnuolo's pretty good, and he's had he has won championships. Um, he's not – I'm not afraid of him in his defense, but I, I like the idea of the Eagles offensive coaches. Like, they'll they'll do the right thing, and Hurts always seems to put the Eagles in the right kind of play. Um, he, he's, I think he's unselfish. I think he's smart. I think it's probably the, it's the most underrated aspect of Jalen Hurts, the player, is how smart he is. And, you know, under Jalen Hurts as the quarterback, they just avoid negative plays. He doesn't throw many picks. He doesn't fumble much. Uh, he doesn't take many sacks. Like, they just avoid negative plays, which is such a major component of offense. I mean, you, you have negative plays. You're done. It's just It's hard in the NFL to move the ball consistently. So you need to avoid negative play. So I, I, I believe whatever the Chiefs throw at them, they'll answer the right way. Now they got to execute, but they'll, they'll answer the right way. John is in the Northeast. Hey, John.
0: Hey, how you doing? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: Good, John. What's on your mind, Tom? What are you thinking? Hey, listen, I got two things for you. One, uh, I agree with a lot of your points. A lot of good
6: callers tonight with a lot of information. Um, The one thing, I'm not really concerned about checking the box and him having, you know, a light-out performance. What I really want to see from him is just be Jalen. I don't want to see him be the reason why we might lose a game. I, I just want him to protect the ball, do what he's been doing to get us to this point now. And I'm pretty confident that we'll be okay.
2: Yeah, play his game, right, John? And his game has been more than enough the entire year. And that's how I really feel about it. But I called you because I got a bigger dilemma. Okay. So I got a party at my house Sunday,
6: and I really want to do barbecue.
2: But I'm afraid by doing barbecue, I'm putting some bad juju because we're playing Kansas City. Oh, so, well, I mean, there's also, let me, this, this came to my mind as you said that. Now I'm not sure what kind of sauces you like to use, but there's the, you know we know there's the Kansas City style, right? The barbecue sauce. I just think if if my, my advice would be you got to avoid that. Like you can't use any sort of Kansas City spices or the barbecue sauce because that 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 feels like you're asking for it. I agree. I'm, I'm thinking about going kind of Memphis style
6: stuff. I got to avoid it. So I just you know I'm thinking, man, do I get to do all Philadelphia foods here? I I really because it's going to be nice and warm up here. Right. So I want to get the smoker going, but um. I'm just
2: one of those guys. If if we lose for some reason, I ate that barbecue, I'll probably never eat it again. Uh, Listen, John, it's a a tough one. Uh, John, I appreciate it. Here's what I'll say. Um, If you use Kansas City-style barbecue sauce and they lose, we all blame you. I mean, that's the bottom line. We all blame John from the Northeast, so we know where to direct our blame. I would think it's okay to eat barbecue. I I I think think it's okay. Yeah, Nick, I don't think it's – I know Kansas City's the most known for barbecue, but I think barbecue, depending on what we're talking about, like – everyone barbecues right and yeah, it's, it's not as synonymous as cheesesteak Philadelphia
3: no it's not like like someone in Kansas City they're having cheesesteaks they're they're getting federal donuts you know what I mean it's not like that like no th- this is you know it, it, everyone barbecues especially when it's nice out I, I think like you said if he stays away from the Kansas City style then then he's all right
2: yeah like the, like the one thing when you're going shopping if you're gonna you know barbecue or whatever this weekend I mean it's, it''s you know you look at the different labels on the the barbecue sauce stuff like, just if it says Kansas City style, like, that's the one you got to avoid. I think that's that's the fair way to do it. Rob, is it Glenn Olden? Hey, Rob.
3: Joseph, this is forty-one seventeen, Rob. How you doing? Oh, I Jay?
2: remember. I wrote it down. Rob, what's up tonight?
3: Oh, you did right. Listen, Joe, I can't wait you and Hugh getting a new time slot because I call Joe and John show a lot because that's my time slot, like, good for me, so you'll be getting a new caller, so I'm looking forward to that. Well, I'm
2: excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, Rob. What are you thinking tonight?
3: Joe, I got a play with Sirianni. Dealing with Hurts, and then i got a point specifically on Hurts, okay? okay. Um, mm-hmm. If you remember, Brady's first, I want to say, Joe, his first two, three Super Bowls, you know, against Carolina, against the Rams, uh, you know, someone else has alluded to me, his numbers were pedestrian. Now, he made the drives at the end of the game to get them in field goal position, but they didn't need him to be great, Joe, because they had a great defense, they had a great running game, and, you know, they had Belichick. So Brady didn't need to be Brady. You know what I mean? Just just at that clutch moment to drive him down the field to get him in position. The first two games of the playoffs, Jalen didn't need to be, you know, a superstar. He didn't need to make explosive plays. He just needed not to turn the ball over, let the defense carry him, let the running game carry him. Because you know what, Joe? If they want to play us, you know, lose with a spy, we can run for 250, 300 on him. I'm confident we can do that, Joe. And if they want to load the box, He's going to be the MVP. Joe, they load the box. He's going to be the MVP. So,
2: yeah. And just the, to go, to go to your point before you go on, Rob, I, I went and found ahead. it. So his first Brady's first Super you you're right. You're on You're spot on about it. He was pedestrian. 16, 16 to 27, 145 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, I mean, he was kind of a game manager, but again, he led the drive to win the game.
3: Yes. But that's pedestrian. I mean, 16 for 27. I mean, that's barely 50%. You know yeah. what I mean? But, yep. but made the drive again. My point is. And that goes to Bel- credit to Belichick. He had a game plan every week to the team he was playing. He played against their strengths and against their weaknesses. And that's what Sirianni's doing. Depending on how the game's going, we're either run it down their throat or we're going to go over the top. And you know what, Joe? My, that's my point. So that that's we didn't need him to be explosive. But you know what? We if he if we need him to be explosive in the Super Bowl, Joe, he's going to be because he's proved it to me during the season. Now I know he was healthier when he was making those throws down the field. But he's got to be feeling better. So, if he's feeling close to himself, he's going to make that throw to A.J. Brown, Joe. They're going to get single covers on A.J. Brown. I know. And Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. I mean, come on, Joe. Joe, I'm even bump up that score. but I'm going to leave it at 41-17. But I can just see it, Joe. I am so confident that... One, that multiple Lombardi trophies sound a lot better than one.
2: I'm grateful uh, it, for the one. Rob, it puts them in a different stratosphere, doesn't it, just across the NFL? like They're, they're in the club now with the we, best franchises. We're,
3: we're legit now, Joe. We're not just, oh, we, we caught lightning in the bottle. We're legit now. If we can stack Lombardis on top of Lombardis. And you know what, Joe? Go, Birds, Stay safe, Joe.
2: Love it, Rob. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, it, it does put him in a different stratosphere. There's no question about that. 215 592 It's how you hopper. We'll get to everyone's phone call here. I'm very curious if everyone falls on this tonight because Jalen Hurts has proven so much in the last couple of years, so much this year to become an MVP candidate, to be this team's franchise quarterback. I, I know that he's won over a lot of a lot of a lot of you guys. I mean you a lot of a lot of skeptics. I mean I all off season last year as I kept pounding the table that they gotta keep this guy. They gotta stick with this guy. I didn't want any part of the Sean Watson. I didn't want any part of Russell Wilson. I thought that would have been a disaster. I mean he turned out even worse than I thought. I wanted Jalen Hurts the quarterback, but there were a lot of dissenters, a lot of people saying no he can't be good enough. Well he's checked a lot of boxes. There's one left for me. He's got to prove he can play his best in the biggest moments. He hasn't in college. He hasn't so far in the NFL in the postseason. He's got to play his best in the biggest moment that comes up this Sunday in the Super Bowl. Two one five five nine two nine four nine. Does Jalen Hurts have anything left to prove to you? We'll discuss that. We got some great audio. We'll play Nick Sirianni coming up in a little bit. What he had to say today coming up next. Pro Football Focus. We'll, we'll throw a guest in the mix here. We're live at Radio Row uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. We'll talk about this game, the matchups, Jalen Hurts, his shoulder. Mahomes as well. An update coming up in a little bit on the show on his ankle. So a lot to talk about tonight on Sports Radio 94 WIP and football fans. FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino has the perfect way for everyone to get in on Super Bowl 57 action with a no sweat same game parlor. That means everyone gets bonus bets back if your Super Bowl same game parlor doesn't hit. It doesn't matter. If you're new to Fando, already have an account, same-game parlays, you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. So start building your own or just bet a popular same-game probably already built for you in America's number one sportsbook. For me, for this weekend, here's what I'm going with. I'll go Jalen Hurts over his rushing yards. I'm going to Jalen Hurts to score it any time, touchdown, and I will take... Over touchdowns for the Chiefs quarterback. Fandle Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. New to Fandle, Sign up promo code Jilio when you download the app. Either way, you get bonus bets back. If you're no sweat, same game probably doesn't hit. I really like the Fandle app. Make every moment more with Fandle, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Jilio with you live on Radio Row or Meteor Row, as they're calling it now, in Phoenix, Arizona. As we get set for Super Bowl Fifty Seven, of course WIP goes to AZ Championship covers brought to you by SEPTA, the Philly way to go. We'll be here all week. Mark Cerise in the afternoon. Elliot obviously hopping on a lot. Elliot's going to join the show tomorrow. Um, we'll have Elliot on for a full hour tomorrow night. So very excited about that as we uh, we get set and a lot lot going on out here with the media days. Actually, I just walked around before we um, we get back to a guest and, and the phone lines. I just walked around. I, you know, I, I have the table here and. It's, I don't know, 50 tables or something, maybe more than that. Maybe 65, 70 tables set up across this big convention center. And so I went for a little walk around. And tonight there's way more people here at this time than there were last night. You know, just more people, probably different cities, times around the country. So there's more people here tonight, more stuff going on. But across, like, the other side of the uh, the room from where I am – there's an NFL setup over there. I was like, oh, so what's going on? Because a lot of people over there. like, There's like a crowd over there. So I went over, and I believe there is a taping right now of, of the New Heights podcast going on because I see Jason and Travis Kelsey sitting there, um, and it looks like they're doing a podcast. So uh, if you're into their podcast so you're wondering when the next episode's coming out, my guess is sometime tonight or tomorrow because I see those guys over there hanging out, and we know they're going head-to-head on Sunday, Super Bowl 57. Let's talk about that game, the matchup. And everything to know, Brad Spielberger pro football focus with us right now. Brad, how are you doing tonight?
7: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
2: Well, good. It's it's a, it's a busy week, but it's a fun week, and uh, it's a great matchup as we look forward to this game.
1: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Brad, when you look at um, the matchup here between these teams, it really, it, it does feel like it can't get more even. I, I saw this week and they say out of all pros, both 16 and three, same amount of points scored per game. Um, when you handicap this one, do you give an edge to either team, even if it's like it feels about as even of a Super Bowl heading into the game as we've had in a while?
7: No, I totally agree. It's a very even matchup, and it could come down to how the game plays out. If you know a certain team gets the lead earlier, the other does, and and things that are not really things you can handicap coming into the game, but maybe more will will depend on how the game plays out. And, and then I think beyond that, you look at some matchup advantages and where certain areas where you know the Eagles are be stronger and the Chiefs are weak, namely the Eagles pass rush on the edge versus the Chiefs tackles, um, and then other areas like Travis Kelsey attacking the middle of the field against the Eagles where they're, you know, good but not great, stuff like that. But, yeah, overall, this is two very, very good teams going up against each other in this game.
2: Brad, um, you know, the Eagles' pass rush has been unbelievable. We've chronicled that a lot, especially the last six or seven weeks. Most sacks ever for a team entering the Super Bowl. But it's interesting. Patrick Mahomes doesn't take many sacks. Um, you know, you look at, you got to scroll way down the list of, of sacks taken this year, sack percentage. He throws a lot, they drop him back a lot. He doesn't take sacks. I, I think this Chiefs offensive line is pretty good, but I think a lot is probably Mahomes and how quickly he's gotten rid of the ball this year. How do you handicap that matchup? Because. I, a lot of our callers this week are talking about you know the Eagles getting to Mahomes and sacking him and and ruining the Chiefs' passing game. And I love the idea in theory, and I think they can. But obviously, the Chiefs and Mahomes have figured something out about getting rid of the football this year. One
7: of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen in so many areas that we talk about ad nauseum, and one thing that does not get to trust enough is his ability to not let pressures convert into sacks is also among the best in the NFL and has been for several years now. So. I think one area that's interesting to me is the Chiefs, The Bengals did get three sacks last game, but there is a problem on draft teams right now. Eagles under two and a half sacks is plus 115. Before the Bengals game, the last time Patrick Mahomes took at least three sacks was week nine. So, so it had been ten games, um, if you include the playoffs, where he took over two sacks in a game. I, I do think there's value there because as good as their edge rushers are and as good as their pass rush is, when I speak of that, I'm thinking more of generating pressure, making him throw the ball away, making him throw short and not deep, actually getting him down with a sack is a whole other conversation and very, very difficult to do.
2: Yeah, it is. And on the other side, Brad, uh, it's interesting to see how the Eagles are going to attack the Chiefs because, you know, I think there's a school of thought where they could use their running game, which has been excellent this year, and run on the Chiefs and maybe – Shorten the game, less possessions from Mahomes. I think there, there's some thought that that could be the right way, but also I, I think the Eagles could have some advantages on the outside with Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. If you were if you were in an offensive meeting for the Eagles and you, you know you kind of looking at the Chiefs, like what what would be your thought on the best way to attack them in this game?
7: I do I do think you have to lean on the running game. I mean I don't think we should, we should go understated that they pound the rock against by many metrics the best run defense in the NFL this year. And, yes, they're missing their quarterback, and maybe things got to wait towards the end of the game. And, yes, they weren't super efficient on a per-play basis, but were able to generate enough of those six, seven, eight-yard carries and really kind of lean on that run game. Um, I, I think you are going to see it. I, I do think there's probably still some concern about running Jalen Hurts too much. Maybe they wait for the second half to kind of get into those things and don't risk re-injury to that shoulder earlier in the game. But, you know, that, that's what I talked about at the beginning – If the game script is in Philadelphia's favor, if they're within a score, I think they're going to run the ball a ton. If they have to come back and they're down a couple scores, then we'll see them open it up. But, yeah, I think that is going to be their approach to this game, no question.
2: Brad Travis Kelsey, um, you know, obviously one of the great players uh, ever, uh, great tight ends ever, a future Hall of Famer, and he's been ridiculous in the postseason in his career. I- is there an answer for him, like, in, in terms of the Eagles' defense? Has is, is anyone figured out how to stop Travis Kelsey? It just seems like tackle when he captures the ball. I mean, it's just hard to imagine the Eagles finding a way not to let him catch the ball, unless. They were bold enough to put one of their corners on him, and maybe a guy like James Bradbury can match up, but then you know, you're leaving yourself a little bit open on the outside. What do you think about the matchup against Travis Kelsey, who it just seems like no team has an answer for?
7: Yeah, you know, I think we'll see him bracketed a bunch. We'll see him maybe doubled and, and have the safety shaded to his side. I do think, obviously, Chancellor Garner-Johnson is potentially a guy you can put on him here and there. Even Marcus Epps, I think, on certain plays can at least be on his side of the field when he's in the slot or even lined up maybe out wide but as the number two receiver. And I don't like Epps as a, you know, a true man coverage player, but he's he's big-bodied. He can make tackles in space. I think you like having him, if you're not going to put a corner on him, you know, have Epps over the top and kind of keep an eye on him and keep him in front of him Um, because I do. I I do not think – you know, I think Kaiser White is an above-average coverage player, and I think TJ Edwards is maybe an average to maybe slightly below-average coverage player. Kelsey um, would cook either one of those guys if they're getting a ton of reps against them. They have to get creative, and I think you're going to see those states he's heavily involved.
2: Brad, how good is the Chiefs' pass rush? Obviously, it's not as good as the Eagles, but, you know, they had a good number of sacks this year. We know they have some players. I mean, Chris Jones is the defensive player of the year finalist. Um, I think Karloftis has a chance to be a good player as the years go on. How good are they, and and who do you give the advantage to in the matchup when we see Chris Jones lining up against the Eagles' interior? You know, it would be uh, Atlanta Dickerson, Sayamalo is the guards, and obviously J.C. Kelsey is the center. I mean, most weeks we just just hear reflexively say well the eagles offensive line has the advantage no matter who they go up against do they have it against chris jones
7: yeah, their pass, which I say, would say is average, though I do think Chris Jones is arguably, you know, with Aaron Donald missing time this year, important caveat, the best interior defensive lineman in the NFL this season, um, frankly by a decent margin. I think he was that good. He should be a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Uh, at the end of the day, though, yeah, I mean, there's an elite interior for Philadelphia. I think Dickerson's injury, obviously he's going to play. He's going to have a brace and all those things, but maybe that becomes a factor to a degree because Chris Jones is great with his hands. And knocking away blockers, he has a ton of different moves in his arsenal. He he is a very detailed. He has a plan. He's not just using brute force, though. He can do that as well. Um, you know, so I would say, look, he's going to get his a couple times. He's going to get in the backfield, but it does help to have. I mean, Samalu, Kelsey, and Dickerson, one of the best interiors in the NFL. Kind of interesting too. The Chiefs also have probably one of the best interior offensive line groups in the NFL as well.
2: Brad. Um... Does experience matter? What's your feeling on that when it comes to the Super Bowl? I mean, I don't think it matters too much for players. I think, you know, you get on the field, the game starts. The one thing I have thought about this week, and I don't know if it's going to play any role in the game, but the Chiefs coaching staff has been here a lot, whether it be Andy Reid, Steve Spagnuolo. Like, they've done this through different organizations, different like they've been here a lot. This Eagles coaching staff, other than, you know, a couple of position coaches, Really, this is their first time. What what do you make of that, like the week and all the stuff that goes on here? Because, I mean, it's a circus here, and these guys have to try to keep their preparation the way they normally do. Chiefs have done it. Eagles, with this staff, really haven't.
7: Yeah, I think it's a good point. You know, I do think the players, they'll get up, they'll get ready for this game, and both locker rooms have enough you know, someone asked me, kind of, you know, the Chiefs have way more experience. I'm I'm sitting there thinking, you don't think Jason Kelsey and, and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are going to get their guys ready for this game. But, you know, for the coaches, I think it's an interesting point. I would say organizationally, just having, again, like we, we sometimes forget that it matters that your GM has been here before, that other people in the building that are interacting with these coaches every single day can give them the experience coming into Super Bowl week, I do think it's very important to say, hey, don't get bogged down with all the media hoopla and the dumb questions and all the distractions and all that and focus on what matters, which is the football game. Um, I I don't think it'll be much of a factor. I think institutionally, both organizations have been here and they know what they're doing and they can trickle that down, you know, from the top all the way to, you know, the position coaches and so on and so forth.
2: All right, Brad, let's end with this. Probably the last time you and I will talk before this game kicks off. Where are you leaning right now? I'm not sure if you made a, made a final pick, if you're going to wait till the end of the week to take a side here, but where are you leaning right now? Super Bowl 57. Eagles are currently a point and a half favorite. Who do you like Sunday?
7: Yeah, it is so tough, and I'll say first kind of a cop-out answer that I honestly think at this point if there are other ways to bet this game. If we're talking from a betting standpoint right. um, where you could more creatively bet this game than just taking the spread, but I will say I'm going to stick with my pick of the Chiefs for now. Um, I think they got some decent health news with all there with wide receivers apparently you know, looking like they're on track to play in this game. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I would not be surprised at all. If that ends up being the wrong side.
2: Yeah, I think it's a toss-up. I, I think it's, it's Eagles in a very close game. It's, it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Brad, always appreciate hopping on in all the spots over the course of the season. We'll chat soon. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy Arizona. There, yeah, I will. Brad Spielberger, pro football focused there. How about we got to get him off the line. I mean, he picked the Chiefs, so we gotta get that guy, get that guy out of here right now. 215-592-9494. Let's get back to the phone lines here. I believe Jalen Hurts still has something to prove. Jeff Flory said he doesn't. He does for me. And that's to prove he could play his best in the biggest stages. Didn't do it at Alabama, didn't do it at Oklahoma, didn't do, hasn't done it so far in his postseason career with the Eagles. I think it's in him. I believe it, Jalen Hurts, but he still has to prove that to me. Let's go back to the phone lines here. The weave. What's up, Weave? Man, I'm so glad you got to me, man. Oh, I, I was, I, I, was I, I was coming back from the, the uh, interview. I was like, I got to get to oh, Weave man. right now. What's up, Weave?
8: You, you always was the bomb. You know what I mean?
2: Well, Yo, I appreciate You've been listening to me for a long time, Weave. I pre- appreciate you. My God. How long, man? Uh, I mean, long, I,
8: mean I, I lose track. Years. That's right. Always. Right. big daddy, you know what I mean? Big daddy Graham. Let's give him some credit. You know what I mean? I mean, Dad, he want to put me on a radio. You know what I mean? But, he's a legend.
2: Um, I, I I miss Big Daddy. What a great guy!
8: Oh my God! Can you imagine if he was right here? Right oh, he'd be so
2: excited for this. He'd be oh so excited. Oh my God!
8: He never seen this coming. Neither did I. Neither did you. But um, what I want to say is um, that last guy that was on there. Mm-hmm. He he's he's on point, but he made the wrong pick. I know, I know, I know. He did. He made the wrong fit. Um, and you know what? Here's what I think it's going to boil down to. Check this out. This is what the weed came up with. Um, when Jalen Hurts, when he pulls up, um, when we get our first offensive plays, I think it's going to be in the first offensive plays for each team. If Jalen Hurts can come out there and read the defense, And, you know, either team is going to need a really good drive, you know what I mean, to kind of score first. And um, I'm thinking if Jalen Hurts, if he can see what everything's going on, if he can make the right calls when he comes up there, you know, the homework is going back to Nick Sariani, you know what I mean. I mean, he was a coach with, you know, Andy Reid, Andy Reid. Let him go. And I think that um, the environment that Nick brings with the um, Eagles is going to be a lot better. And I don't understand why a lot of people are saying that um, the uh, Kansas City quarterback, you know what I mean, is going to yeah, be – I don't understand why they're saying that he's going to be so dominant because, you know, like, I go into statistics and red zone defense for the Eagles and red zone offense for Kansas City, it doesn't, like, really match up.
2: Well, and the other but side, I, too, We the other side, and, we've have you know, I always appreciate you. The other side, too, I mean – The Chiefs defense is bad in the red zone. I I feel good about the Eagles when they get in the red zone. As far as why people just assume Mahomes is going to play well, because he's been – I mean, he always does, right? I mean, almost always. I mean, he has a a long track record now of five seasons – where he plays it at, at, at almost always an elite level. You, I mean, you just kind of pencil it in. But, like, that's okay. I mean, like, you know, Brady played at an elite level five years ago in the Super Bowl, and the Eagles still won the game. I mean, I, j- j- the idea that if Mahomes plays well, the Eagles are toast, I don't think that's true. They just need their offense to stand up and, and to make some plays and to match him. Let's look to Ben, who's at team. What's up, Ben?
6: Hey, how we doing?
2: doing good, good Ben. Doing you got it, buddy. What are you thinking tonight?
6: I mean, first of all, I'm jealous of the weather out there uh, as I had to deal with the Minneapolis weather. It makes me want to head out there again and support the birds, but need the watch to one with my dad. Um, I am definitely fired up about this game. I think it's definitely going to be the closest game we've had so far in the postseason. Um, in regards to Jalen Hurts' contract, I know you talked about that a, a little bit ago with another caller. Um, I mean, obviously, hypothetically, win the Super Bowl even if he gets MVP, it's like, I mean, he deserves, you know, a lot. And, uh, but, you know, that also compromises the ability of us to put the weapons around him. You know, last year he didn't have the weapons around him. He definitely grew. Um, What makes me confident though, is the fact that he did grow and he worked harder than, you know, a previous quarterback that we won't mention that has Mm -hmm. been since multiple teams, Um, you know, so, His growth and his ability to do that, you know, I mean, it speaks the same to Mahomes, you know. I mean, he lost Tyreek Hill. He lost a tough player like that because obviously he's getting paid and you can't afford to pay everybody um, in the salary cap era. So um, that does become difficult. But, uh, you know, I remain hopeful that he will be able to uh, keep growing um, with his personality.
2: Yeah, Ben, one thing that I, I'm sure this is going to be a big topic, you know, in the coming weeks and months, um, and, and I think it's interesting because the way, the way the Chiefs did Mahomes' contract, they they did it for a really long time, and they kind of were able to spread out the cap hits. so it's big, but it's not, like, overwhelming. Um, so the Eagles could try that with Hurts, with but the one thing about Hurts, the way he plays, you wonder, like, is he going to be a 10-year quarterback or is he going to be more like the next five or six and then his body just gives – I don't know. I mean, I, th- that's going to yeah. be interesting to see how the Eagles structure this because there is a school of thought. Like, if we think he's going to hold up physically, just spread that thing out over 10 or 12 years and then the cap hits won't be that bad. Yeah,
6: of course. I mean, I, you, you see that obviously that's happening in baseball. You know, I mean, that's how right. the Phillies are building their team. They're spreading out yep. the contract stuff like that. Obviously, a less physical sport, uh, it is very difficult to to guarantee that, that money over so many years with a quarterback, especially a quarterback that's physical and as uh, exciting to watch as Jalen Hurts, but it is tough to to, to give that. Um, I do want to also mention um, just something I, I saw um, a little while ago. I went to a game that was in uh, Atlanta versus New Orleans, and uh, it was very exciting to me to, to watch um, – those two fan bases be very excited and happy that they scored touchdowns. And I'm not trying to change the Philly mindsets, but uh, you know, it's like, we got to be, start saying go birds instead of your team is lower than ours. So, you know, and be excited and happy that we're doing so excited and uh, you know, not not being detrimental. It was like a lot of that stuff in, uh, you could see the reactions of people in the uh, uh, NFC championship game as I was in the parking lot with those people. But you know, I just I just love the confidence uh, exuded. You know, I I never really feel as confident as I am right now about the birds and the rest of the callers on the station for this whole week or last week. But uh, I just want to say it's going to be a tougher game than uh, we had in the postseason. And go birds!
2: I love it, Ben. Appreciate it. Yes, and I feel that confidence, too. It's amazing. It's just built and built and built. Um, you know, I was saying when Howard was on earlier that it's like, you know, it's, it's overwhelming to the point you almost – you forget. Like, they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and yet the confidence is is incredible. And I, I love that. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of feel a little bit different than I did five years ago. Five years ago, I just felt like it was a magic – it was magical. Like, they I didn't think they were going to lose, even though they were underdogs. I just felt so good about that team. And this time, I, I guess I'm a little more nervous. I mean, I'm not, I'm not nervous, but I just I, – I just – they they're going up against the best quarterback in the league and they're going up against the best quarterback they faced all year. So that is a major major challenge in this game. I think they're up for it though. I mean they they they've been the best team in football when Jalen Hurts is healthy the entire season. I keep that that is the one thing keeping me grounded and believing they're going to win this game because that is a fact. When Jalen Hurts has been out there, they're 16 and 1, which is and really you go back to the Washington game that they lost in November when they were 8-0 and they lost the game on the Monday night they turned them over four times and they weren't Jalen Hurts' fault the turnovers. We had the, the ball that bounced out of A. J. Brown's hand, the ball that Quez Watkins fumbled. You know, if they just forget not even I'm not saying perfect, but if they just have only two turnovers, they probably win that game and they're undefeated with Jalen Hurts. They're the best team in the NFL with Jalen Hurts. They have him on the field on Sunday. Th- that that's what I keep coming back to and why I believe the Eagles are gonna win this game. Two one five, five nine two, nine four nine four. All right, we're gonna get to everyone here coming up on the lines. Um, and, and does Jalen Hurts have anything to prove to you? He still has to prove to me he can play his best in the biggest moments. He hasn't done that yet in the NFL or college. Um, you know, he's had some great moments, he's had a great football career. But his bowl games at Alabama, his, his bowl game at, at Oklahoma, his playoff games so far with the Eagles have been okay or, 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 or below his standard. They haven't been his best. That's the one thing he has to prove to me. Does he have anything left to prove to you? Jeff Fleury said he has nothing left to prove. We'll discuss that. And I, and I want to talk about this this jersey thing. I, I saw a lot of people talking about this, people writing about it, that the Eagles jersey, you know, the, the green jersey they're going to wear on Sunday with the Super Bowl patch, it's, like, impossible to find. There's some apparently gray ones out here. If you have any tr- any trouble finding an Eagles football jersey, I want to hear from you. We'll talk about it. 215-592-9494 on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.